Uh huh. There we go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. You ready? Mm-hmm. You ready for this? You want to hear this? All right. From Fred House Studios in Farmersville, California, it's Garbage Time Points with Mike. In California, I'm like a two. Alaska, though. I might be like an eight. And Rick. Let me get a t-shirt. Short, yeah. sweet, and slutty. <laughs> a Wizard Fart Production. Uh, this is Manny Pacquiao. And now, here's Mike and Rick. Alright, everybody. What was that, Fredo? A little stutter, 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 stutter. It's a stutter. remix. I thought you were going on that remix, <laughs> but you didn't. You just fucked up. Yeah, he, he had his hands on the keyboard like a yeah. DJ, like uh, would, but it, he didn't. Yeah. Like a DJ Only it's not a turntable yeah. and uh, it was just his keyboard. Exactly. But yeah, that's alright. Yeah, everybody. Uh, welcome back. Another episode of Garbage Time Points with Mike and Rick. I am, uh, as I was crowned. Last week, I'm a Fantasy Football Hall of Famer. My name is Mike. The guy next to me, that's Rick. Rick, how you doing, Rick? I'm pretty sad I'm not a Fantasy Football Hall of Famer. <laughs> well, it's as easy as giving yourself the title. I just can't do it. Well, hey, if Michael Fabiano could be called a Fantasy Football Hall of Famer, then Michael Gaspar can be called one, too, because Fabiano doesn't know what he's talking about. So does Kill. that make me a Hall of Famer killer? Uh, well, you beat me in a league that, like... <laughs> that's Fredo, by the way, coming in all hard hot. now. Coming in hot. Yeah. We had a, we had a matchup in a league, and uh, Fredo beat me. But Fredo knows that I'm rebuilding in that league. That's mm-hmm. your claim. What do you mean that's my that's claim? That's what you said last year. Yeah. I, did, I was, and I was all the way up until I just won out. Remember, mm-hmm. I, was, I was in, like, last place. Mm-hmm. It's a dynasty mm-hmm. league, man. Come on. Mm-hmm. Sometimes yeah. you just catch fire. I can still catch it now, but I ain't catching it with those quarterbacks. Dylan. Hot, hot fire. fire, but yeah. So you got. No, no, you, it's no, not. No. It's not that you got lucky. It's just no. that you you beat a team that you're supposed to. You actually have a decent team in that league. Yeah, he does. I do. Yeah, I got a. I got a great bench. I got great bench. I got great bench. I bet you. I bet you. I could have beat you with my bench. I got a great bench. Check it. I'll check it right now. Because I had Derrick Henry on my bench still. Tyler Lockett. I didn't have a quarterback, so probably no kill bees. Yeah. I need to make a, tra- a trade for a quarterback now. Well, uh, speaking of hot, though, I got you want that. I, I got a hot take. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I got a hot take. What's right the hot now. take? Baking soda toothpaste greater than all other toothpaste. Yeah, Hashtag hot paste. Hot, hot paste. Hot paste. Hot paste. <laughs> that is my belief, man. <laughs> Baking like I don't like other toothpastes, man. They like too minty. Honestly, I if you, I I use. I used to use the Arm & Hammer. Like, that was um, my favorite, too. But I have sensitive teeth. I use Sensodyne. Mm-hmm. Works. like it Yeah, but ag- see, they have a sensitive teeth version of the Arm & Hammer. It. I used it. Not as good, yeah. as, not as, good as the Sensodyne. Like yeah. Sensodyne, and it has a whitening to it. Mm-hmm. Tits, baby. Mm, what about Bacon you? Soda. What about Fredo? That's what, that's what you use, too, or what? I use that charcoal paste. Charcoal paste? You heard about that shit? No. <laughs> it's like black shit you put in your mouth and you brush your teeth with it. Really? Yeah. And it's made out of charcoal. I that's what it's claimed. No way. Yeah. Like well, who would do that? It's the brand. Like, I have no idea. Like, it's like what is it? Uh carbon cocoa. 
Carbon Coco? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know about that whole Carbon Coco thing, man. Yeah. And you got pearls on your teeth now? Yeah. Pearls. Here, wait for this ad to go. Let's see what this is, because it better say something about, like, I don't know. Put the shit in your mouth. You actually have this stuff? I don't know. I know Dave tried it. Then what do you use? He said it's great. Oh, I don't fucking know. Just what do you, you don't, use? What do you oh, use? what do I use? Yeah, I just use you? regular toothpaste. Like, what kind what of toothpaste? Is, I go from Corest. Corest. <laughs> <laughs> to, uh, uh, what the fuck is the other one called? Colgate? Colgate, yeah. So, like, whichever one you see that's on a better deal, like, you're just the, like, the I'll take this one. This is a two-pack. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. The two-pack. Yeah, I get the two-pack of the, of the you know, uh, Arm & Hammer one, but it's just using the Crest, using the Colgate... Those ones don't have, like, the same effect on it. Like, it, yeah, dude, that just looks gross, man. That just look, that just looks gross, gross right there. No, I'll give it to you, though. Like, the, the Arm & Hammer is, is a very underrated But a lot of people underrated think, think it's face. disgusting. No, it's, it's actually, I think it's actually good, though. Yeah, there's not a bad taste to it. No, I you think could it's overrated. overdo it, though. I think it's Like, underrated. with what? With the whitening? Yeah, but it's not it's not so much the, the, the whitening itself, man. For me, it's just, it has, it's like... I don't know how to make this. Makes your mouth feel it. clean. Yeah, you actually feel clean after you do it. Like with the for the other stuff, too. it feels like sugary. Like after yeah. you have to cold after you have, like after you brush your teeth with like cold Colgate or or Quest. Aqua, uh, yeah, Aqua Fresh, Aqua Fresh. Yeah, uh, yeah. They just it just feels like I just had a piece of candy. <laughs> candy. And I'm like, Ooh, no, dude, that, I don't want. How about how crazy that fucker is now, James Wood? <laughs> Isn't he just crazy <laughs> now? Like, whoever who would have ever thought that? Um, oh, come on, like, like really? I I don't know. I I didn't know his political background. Me neither. Me neither but right. So I mean, it was just, just like out of nowhere. He was, he's he was just like, like Mexicans. All... F this. F that. <laughs> well, his, his his interviews were always like a little spacey. Yeah, a little spacey. But we're talking like a whole different brand of of James Woods. <laughs> like we're thinking. Like I think James Woods, and I think Family Guy now. James Woods High, piece of candy, like you just Ooh, said, piece of candy. But now, I just think ignorant asshole who hits on sixteen year olds. What? Apparently. Crazy. That's the word on the street. That's pretty pretty crazy segue from a uh, baking soda toothpaste. I to, know you're the uh, one who got over here. Well, you you said piece of candy. Last week we were talking about disposable cameras. Mm-hmm. I just ran across an app called Gudak, G U D A K, mm-hmm. and it's pretty much a disposable camera mobile version. The, that's <laughs> not a disposable camera. <laughs> yeah. Well, check it out. You take it gives you it gives you a roll. I don't know if you have to buy the rolls like digitally. But it gives you 20, 24 ish pictures. You take them, and then you have to. When you can't, you have to submit it. Once you're done, submit. Just hit like a submit button on your phone, and then you have to wait three days for them to actually get, so you can see them. So it's just a waiting game. <laughs> oh, okay. So you take the picture. Yeah. You can't review the picture. No. It's just like this is what it this is. This is what it is. Yeah. Okay, that is similar to it. Yeah. That is definitely similar to it. I thought it was just like. You know, what you would normally do now, which is take pictures, decide what you like, go to the kiosk over at like Mm -hmm. a a Walmart or something and have them ready in an hour. But I I like that game. Like that's a fun game to play right now. So it's it's more of like a challenge. Can you take really good pictures? Because it also gives you the option to 
to select what filter you want to use before you take the picture, mm-hmm. and then you take it, but you can't see what you took. Yeah. Until... I want to see the experts, the Instagram models, the the Twitter babes. What do they call them on Twitter? I don't know. Twitter babes. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. that girls. It's, whatever they are, Instagram models, just stick with them. No, I don't know what they call them on Twitter. <laughs> so, like, I want to see what would happen with them, because you know that they take... Yeah, a lot of pictures just to get that one that they put up there that says like, no filter, no filter, no makeup, no filter. You're so so stupid. I hate those people the most, man. (laughs) No filter. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, no filter. Mm -hmm. See your face for real. I'm down with that. Right? I guess. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Twitter babes? Twitter babes. I like they have they have to have a name. Mm-hmm. Twips? Twitter chicks? Oh fuck. Maybe. I mean it makes sense, chicks. Tweets? No, those yeah. are what they call. Them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you would call them. Yeah, I, don't I don't know. know. We gotta come up with a name. Yeah, we will. So while we're coming up with a name, uh <laughs> just wanna remind you, you could follow us on Twitter. See some of our tweets. Um, at GTP Mike and Rick, at Michael double underscore Gaspar. Those hot takes, like the hot takes. Toothpaste hot takes. Uh, and at Richard underscore Reposa and half zero. Or look for us on Facebook. Just search Garbage Time Points. We are on iTunes. You can listen to us there. And also, you can listen to us on GTPpodcast.com. It's our own little uh, website. You can go through, check it out. Uh, Fredo has boobs up on there. Mm hmm. That's great. That's pretty crazy, uh, but yeah, um, go there, check it out. We have the guys from the Pod Express, the Pod Express. Yep, on there now. They they posted their uh, their their most recent show. Plus, Mike wrote a nice little blog about Bobby the Brain Heenan and put that up on there. And I think that's something, that especially if you're a wrestling fan or just appreciated him from when you were a child. Go check it out. It's a uh, it's a nice little read, you know, get, get somebody's perspective on it. Uh, we also had uh, our GTP FanDuel winner from last week. Fredo, you want to do the honors? Oh, hell yeah. I'm a winner. Yep. Fredo won. So not only did he beat me, but he also beat everybody <laughs> in FanDuel. We had 10 teams that signed up. Uh, but let's, let's keep working on that, man. We keep getting one by one by one. I don't care. As long as we work our way up to that 20 right now. And uh, going, Fredo, are you okay, man? <laughs> Did it just overtake you, like the joy of winning that FanDuel? Yeah, I just can't believe I, I beat a uh, FanDuel pro. Yeah. A Hall of Famer. A fantasy football oh, Hall of yeah. Famer. Yeah, a fantasy football Hall of Famer and a rebuild, though. <laughs> no, that was a, that was, no, he, he beat you in the FanDuel. Still counts. Oh, yeah, that's true, too. That's a one-on-one right there. I, I actually thought I was going to win that thing. Nah, what he, sucks is I didn't enter like one of those free ones where you can win money. They don't do those anymore on FanDuel. <gasps> yeah, I think oh. you got to do those on DraftKings, maybe. But mm. as far as FanDuel goes, yeah. And they're going to be end up being together anyways. Eventually, yeah. So. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, be on the lookout for our next one. And uh, maybe you could be uh, the, the champion. But also forgot to mention, I didn't even have to change the name this week. Mars Smash, you came in last place. Damn. Loser. Yeah. So, uh, hey, good job on that. Two weeks in a row. Bottom of the barrel. He was, see, I mean, we know the guy. And uh, we watched fantasy football with him this weekend. And he was fantasy football sad guy. Yup. He was very sad about his fantasy football teams. 
So, yeah. Maybe we shouldn't rub it in, but it's just too fun to, like, not do it, you know? You gotta have that. You gotta have those guys in your league you just make fun of. Unfortunately for us, everyone's willing to make fun of everybody, even when you're on top. You mean talking talk, talk about me? I talk, 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 talk. <laughs> You're welcome. He started eating top. Yeah, Fredo is on fire right now, man. <laughs> hey, have you guys, you, I just saw somebody like jump roping across Fredo's yeah, that was Mark uh, King. Have you ever uh, have you ever seen the video where they were like the whole little village or whatever they were in? They fooled the kid into thinking he was doing double dutch. And he was just jumping, and they were just slapping a rope next to him, and he's just jumping all happy. Everybody's cheering him on. Like that's some funny stuff, man. You got you got to go and check that check that out because it's pretty damn funny. But here's what we're gonna do right now. What are we gonna do? We're right? actually gonna have the guys from uh, the Pot Express come on right now. We're gonna talk about Triple G and Canelo. We're gonna talk a little bit of a uh, No Mercy that's coming up. No Mercy. So yeah, we're gonna talk with that. Uh, talk about that with them. And, you know, yeah, go ahead, give him a call. Pick up the phone! I said pick up the phone. (laughs) (laughs) They're not answering. That doesn't look like it's happening. We, oh, hey. Hello, everybody. Hey. Damn. I think that's a record for you. That is a record. That was on pretty late. <laughs> All right. So you called them both. Uh, we'll see if Joe makes his way on. But for right now, at least, mm-hmm. we have Mike from the Pot Express. And uh, like I said, uh, go on gtppodcast.com. Check out what he wrote uh, about Bobby the Brain Heenan. Uh, it, was, it, was a, it was a good read. And, you know. Brought up some good memories, man. I mean, the guy just passed away, and it sucks. But now we get to remember him in his in all of his genius because the guy was a fucking genius. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, man. He was one of my favorite wrestling characters of all time. Uh, he always makes me laugh. Actually, like at my desk, I have a whiteboard behind me, and what we do with the whiteboard usually we write like what we have to do for work, like kind of make a checklist and stuff. Well, I quit using it a long time ago as a checklist, and in the on the top of it, it just says, "Money is the root of all wealth." Bobby the Brain Heenan. That's my quote. Because <laughs> as you, as you go down the hallway at my work, there's like people have like inspirational quotes, and you know I'm in the military, so it's like I'm proud to be an American. Like yeah. going down, but yeah. but me, I just got like a bullshit quote from Bobby Heenan because I like I like those type of quotes. Yeah, yeah. I always. I always admired his humor. I've stolen a lot of his jokes throughout my life, so uh, I, I was real happy to be able to write that today. Yeah, yeah, it was it was, it was well written. I thought, you know, and Fredo was all teary eyed <laughs> over here, his glasses fogging <laughs> up. So yeah, it was good. Go give that a read. Uh, all right, let's start off right here. First of all, big fight from this past weekend: Triple G Canelo went the distance. What were your thoughts on that? Did you watch it live or did you Twitter it? <clears throat> I watched it on uh, Sunday morning. I did not know the results. Uh-huh. I didn't know anything about it, but I, I uh, you know, 
we have a saying on the Podcast Express, uh, XWT is your friend. Mm-hmm. stands for Extreme Wrestling Torrents, and they uh, you can download wrestling, uh, MMA, boxing, everything. Yeah. So <clears throat> I, I got up early Sunday morning, and I downloaded it, and I watched the whole thing from start to finish without checking Twitter. And Adelaide Bird needs to be shot. <laughs> right. Wow. So I, I, I honestly <laughs> like I honestly think she filled out her scorecard before the fight started. Yeah. It, it, it's utterly ridiculous. I don't even disagree that it was a draw. I don't. I, mean, I can I can see somebody making that argument, right? Mm-hmm. But I thought Triple G was pressuring the whole time. I thought he was landing the cleaner shots. But you know, the second half of that fight, I really thought Canelo did a really good job, and he landed a lot of clean shots because. Or Triple G was leaving himself open a lot because he was so yeah. aggressive, and that he's that type of fighter. He's going to take a lot of hits, but he tends to just walk through them. Yeah. Um, and I, I thought Canelo's defense was a little better in the second half of the fight. So the one fourteen, one fourteen, I don't agree with it, but it's not something that I would just argue that much. Yeah. I, I could say I could see how you you did that one, but one eighteen to one ten, that's the biggest load of shit I've ever seen in my life. Right. That's like. I'm sitting here saying last week that this is the type of fight that could save boxing. Exaggerating a little bit, yeah, but actually kind of mean it at the same time. Like, it was a great fight. And then you go and you have somebody like like this lay down at 118, the 110 score. And then you wonder why people just will not buy these fights. Because they don't trust the outcome of, of them if they, go to the, if they go to the judges. It's, it's just yeah. not good for the sport. I just don't understand why you would taint. A fight like this, a fight with of this magnitude. Yeah, and I, I think so. You know, with the judging aside, that was honestly one of the best boxing big fights I've I've seen in in years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I thought there was nonstop action, and I think that's you got to thank Triple G for that because um, he really pressed the fight. He was coming forward the entire fight, and uh, which you know. If you, if you look at some a lot of Canelo's fights, he likes to do that too. But he was kind of on his, he was uh, backing up a lot in this yeah. fight because Triple G is a lot bigger than him and he's way more aggressive. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I thought it was a great fight from start to finish. If you just take the judging out of it, it mm-hmm. is a fight that I want to see again. But I I don't think that the general public is going to to pay for something that they think is bullshit yeah. because they're they already have that genre out there. It's called pro wrestling. We talk about mm-hmm. it every week. Yeah. Like. If they're watching boxing, they want to see a legitimate athletic contest, and they don't want to see a screw job finish to what we saw. And yeah, you're. Right. I think it, it is going. It's not going to just hurt Canelo and Triple G. It's going to hurt the entire sport. Like, you know, a lot of eyes were on this fight right here, and it was supposed to be a redemption story for boxing after the McGregor uh, Mayweather fiasco is kind of what they were billing it as. Like, hey, if 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 you liked McGregor Mayweather, you're an idiot. So you should really watch this fight because this is real boxing. Mm-hmm. And what did they get in the end? Everybody got sent home unhappy, and nobody likes that feeling. Yeah, no, it was no. It was but bad. I I did I do disagree with this this one thing though. Like as far as I think it actually helps Triple G and Canelo because no, like as far as like the boxing community, they're they're huge. But outside of it, they're not like a Mike Tyson or. Or a Vander Holyfield, they're not a draw outside of it. People outside of it didn't know, and now people know because of the wacky outcome. Like it was, it's like mainstream sports now. So like, so like now, yeah, it's bad for boxing because it's that yeah. that black eye again. Before these two, like for that next fight, 
it does ca- it my, does cause a lot more draw because now these two like people know who they are now. My only problem with that with that <clears throat> theory is that you have those people that you're talking about who 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 don't follow the sport as closely as the hardcore people. They one of their arguments against it is that the sport is rigged, and uh, even if the right guy should win, he doesn't yeah. win all the time. Yeah, I and then that. they tune in for this fight. A fight that's being well, billed as, you know, in, like Mike said. They're not tuned, but they know who people... Dude, we haven't got the final numbers now. yet, but I, a lot of people watch this fight. Yeah. A, a, a lot of people who uh, aren't truly boxing fans watch this fight, you know, especially around but it was, we are. But it's, I mean, it's not even to come close to, like, a Mayweather pack, uh, Okay, you know? that's fine, no, but no. still, this, but, but this that's was what a I'm saying, like, it, But, like, I'm saying, like, this, this could elevate it to not necessarily that, but, like, it could just elevate it to a, these two guys to... Now the next one, it's got to be a trilogy because now the next one has to be, you know, it's they got to keep going. If, if if triple, so they they obviously have to do it again. I think what they'll do is they'll 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 each fight a scrub, like probably like early next year or something, and then they'll set up for another one, uh, you know, probably like Labor Day next year, right? That's kind of how they they tend to do it in boxing. Um, <clears throat> so if Triple G wins the next fight, there is no trilogy fight because everybody believes he won the first fight. Yeah. So, like, Triple G would literally have nothing to prove after winning this next fight. The only reason why it would be a trilogy fight is if Triple G realizes that without Canelo Alvarez, he's pulling in about 180, maybe 200,000 pay-per-view buys. Uh, And with Canelo, he's probably going to get about 1.5 million pay-per-view buys. So maybe that would be the only reason he would do a third fight, but the general public would not think that that is necessary. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, we don't even think it now. You know, we don't, right. this fight doesn't need to happen because we already saw who won. We, you can't make an excuse for a, a shitty ass judge as to why Canelo got that. But I mean, yeah. we don't so need to see if, this fight even a, a second time, man. Cause it doesn't, it doesn't do triple G any good. Well, so it, it does do more him money some good pocket. because he's not going to draw money with anybody else. Yeah. yeah. Like, is, there, there's nobody... So, I mean, who who in the sport right now with that weight class? They, uh, He could probably fight 168, right? He could probably... And maybe do Andre Ward. Maybe. Uh-huh, maybe. You know, but it, it's really... It's it's Canelo. Is, but Andre Ward, you know, he, he can't draw... He couldn't draw flies if he was covered in shit. Like, and he's a great fighter, but he yeah. d- does not have a big audience. He's not going to do any pay-per-views. So... Mm-hmm. It's really just those two guys right now, kind of carrying that middleweight division, and so they got to do it. And if they do it again, and I'm thinking that they will because there's too much money on the table not to, they got to get out of Nevada. The Nevada State Athletic Commission is got to be the shittiest commission in all in all of bo- or combat sports. Yeah, right there with you, buddy. Hey, so uh, what we're, what we'll do right now is uh, let's actually move on. Uh, to to no mercy. Uh, that's coming up this Sunday. Uh, we'll, we'll I only really really want to talk to you about the top the top two matches. Well, I'll just tell everybody what else is going on. Uh, Neville versus Enzo. Uh, that would be my who gives a shit. If you want to <laughs> if you want to use that one. Uh, Finn yeah. Balor and Bray Wyatt. Hey, what do you know? I got another who gives a shit. Uh, the Miz versus Jason Jordan. Actually, very interested in this one. Jason Jordan has been performing well, and dude, the Miz is the man. I don't care what anybody's. I don't care what you say, Rick. <laughs> the the miss is great, but Jason Jordan has negative charisma. Oh no no no! Yeah, he's bland as hell, but he could go in the ring. <laughs> but but yeah. bland, yeah, definitely. Uh, Ambrose and Rollins versus uh, Sheamus and Cesaro. That's going on again. 
Bliss. This is just a shit show right here. Bliss, Sasha, Sasha Banks, Nia Jax, Emma, and Bailey. I don't understand where the hell Bailey Every, came from. Must have been something I missed. Everybody's got to get a payday. They got to throw everybody all in the same match. So uh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> all right. So first, what we want to talk to you about: John Cena, Roman, Roman Reigns. Kind of slowed down a little bit for me in the whole uh, uh, promo department, but uh, how do you see this working out? Well, I, I think it's going to be a good match. I think um, both guys are out to prove a point, and both of these guys can really go. But I, the interest level has slowed down quite a bit because the whole the shoot promo thing, it worked out the first time. It was just interesting because John Cena totally buried Roman Reigns. And then they went at it again, and it was really it just got silly and repetitive. And then this last week, uh, Roman Reigns went out there to bury John Cena, and he was out there by himself. And I really thought the whole thing just fell flat. And he started using like some insider stories and things like that to get like maybe one percent of the audience to go, "Oh, damn!" You know what I mean? So he, yeah. he brought up the Alex Riley situation about how, you know, John Cena and Alex Riley were friends, and then I think they. They were like they became Eskimo brothers without them knowing, and then all of a sudden, like John Cena just started burying the guy, and the next thing you know, he's out of the company. Yeah. So, you know, nobody really knows that story unless you're actually reading on the internet, you know, each week. And I didn't even know that story. It just somebody had posted it online because I was like, "What the hell is this all about? Why are they bringing up Alex Riley?" So yeah. Um. So yeah, the whole thing as far as the heat there, you know, I think a lot of it has fallen flat the last couple weeks, but. You know, they're two big stars. They're both really good wrestlers, and I, I think they're going to have a really good match. So I, I you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think that to me, it felt like Cena probably wrote that promo for for him. You know, what he was willing to let him tell him. That's what it felt like right. to me. It just felt really, really forced. Uh, I'm actually thinking in this thing, they let Roman win. He goes on and wins the title at WrestleMania. Then uh, Cena breaks the record by beating. Reigns for that title at WrestleMania. That, that's what I see going on with this whole thing. Like, if they went a different direction, it just wouldn't make any sense at all. Yeah, I mean, that that could happen. Um, you know, Chris Jericho was on the radio recently, and he brought up a good point when they were asking him, like, why are they doing this match at No Mercy, and why why aren't they waiting for WrestleMania? This is a WrestleMania match. And Jericho said that, you know, John Cena is in Hollywood now, and he's doing TV shows, he's doing reality shows. He might not even be available for WrestleMania. So yeah. maybe that's why they're just trying to get this out of the way now is they figure John's probably going to take some time off and and work on his other projects. I think he's doing another shitty Transformers movie, and he's got you know a couple of cartoons coming out. He's got a lot of things going on. So you know they're going to just try to strap the rocket to this feud right now and blow it off because they don't know when they're going to get to do it again. Yeah. Um, so and maybe, maybe they leave a little cliffhanger at the end of the match, but – you know, who knows? I, I agree with you. I think Roman Reigns is winning because especially if John Cena is going to go away for a while, there's no reason to have him win. Mm -hmm. That's true, man. We'll see how this works out. Uh, but, yeah, like you said, expecting a good match. Those two together, I mean, uh, it should be it should be good. It should be worth watching. I'm going to watch it late, actually. I'm going to watch that Raider game first. Yeah, but uh, Cena always – I mean, Cena usually puts on a good show. Like, he gets a lot of slack, but he does put on a good yeah, show. Yeah, it's your boy. Hey, Rick's from Boston. And uh, one time he was trying to tell somebody where John Cena was from. Oh, did I, did I tell Mike, though? Yeah, you did. I tell it. Like, oh. What's that? Anyways, he said Westchestering, Tinfieldville was where uh, 
from, <laughs> was where from, John Cena was is from. Is that from the Adam Sandler movie? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because, like, mid-sentence, I had, like, realized that I forgot where he was from, so I just said that just because, you know. I <laughs> Anyways, it's it always, it always a funny story. Yeah. All right. And then the other match we want to talk about, of course, Brock Lesnar, Braun Strowman. Love everything about this. Love that last little, little uh, stare-down interview that they had uh, this past Monday. I'm excited for this, man. Is it, is it going to be as good as I think it is? Well, <clears throat> Brock Lesnar's matches have really, other than that four-way, <clears throat> they've really let everybody down, I would say, for the most part. So um, I, I want this to be so good because the buildup has been absolutely perfect. The only problem is, is who fucking wins? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to see either guy lose. Mm-hmm. And then if that's the case, like if it's going, you're going in, and neither guy loses, then they do some kind of lame finish. I, I don't know. I, I think in a perfect world, Braun Strowman wins, and he wins decisively, and then Brock Lesnar goes away for a while, and then they do that maybe that rematch at WrestleMania. Um, I, I think would be I think would be cool. Um, but you know the rumors are swirling that they're going to do a Roman Reigns Brock Lesnar match that nobody's going to want to see. Uh, Brock Lesnar's contract is up the day of WrestleMania, <clears throat> so you know he might not even extend past WrestleMania. So I, I I don't really know where this is going, and I think that's a good thing. I I hate a lot of times whenever I go into a wrestling match and I kind of already know who's going to win, mm-hmm. and this is the one match on the card because I, I I think I already know that Roman Reigns is winning, right? Yeah. I you know the other matches you know. I don't think Enzo's winning, but like you said, who gives a shit yeah. about that match? Mm-hmm. So I think this is the one match that they have where we have no idea who is going to win, and I think that's a good thing. Yeah. And I, I just – unfortunately, I think we're set up for a letdown, but I'm very intrigued, and I'm really excited to watch it. But And then I'll be really happy to bitch about it on Twitter afterwards <laughs> if it sucks. Yeah. Are you, are you looking at outside interference? Because like I'm thinking like <clears throat> just let these guys go at it at each other for a long time then just let some because i mean they're known for for bullshit ending they're known for something happening to where that nobody loses in these type of matches like are you seeing like some sort of outside interference like the next contender coming in and ruining it yeah i mean maybe that you know samoa joe comes back or something like that that was that was the first name that popped like samoa i'm thinking like samoa joe comes in and blows it for braun or you know what i'm saying jason jordan no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get Mike, Mike's favorite wrestler, Jason. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mr. Charisma yeah. himself. Yeah. I, you know, I, maybe, maybe that is a way you could go, but I, I don't know mm-hmm. that they're going to want people to go home that unhappy. Yeah. Because yeah. they've done such a good job of building this thing. Yeah. So I, I think it's going to be a finish where both, like, both guys look really strong in the end. Yeah. So, you know how, like, thing, <laughs> yeah, yeah. maybe they'll figure out how to do something. You know how, like, they, they do the superplex off the top rope and the ring explodes? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying doing do that one again, but maybe they could do something like that. And yeah. then that's what pins Brock. Yeah. Um, but I know that they want to save, you know, Brock getting pinned clean for WrestleMania. But and they've already pinned Braun Strowman clean earlier this year, which was I thought was a mistake. And now you got this guy. He's as hot as he's ever going to get. I, if, if I'm them, I think you strap the rocket to Strowman. I think he's good enough in the ring. He's got a lot of charisma. I, I'm looking at this guy, and I'm thinking he could be the next Hulk Hogan, right. honestly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm not saying he could be the – he doesn't have to do the all-American gimmick, but he can 
he can be the guy. Yeah. And and in in my head, I'm like, he beats Brock Lesnar clean and then just moves on and Brock Lesnar just fights somebody else at WrestleMania and then he's out packing because I, I don't think they're getting a lot of return on their investment for that guy. Yeah. So you know, you just you put everything behind Braun Strowman, and then he's your guy now. I I I, I would hope that that's what they're going to do. I don't know what they're going to do. All I know is that I'm excited to watch it. Yeah, I feel like it's the right fight at the wrong time. It needs a clean finish to to have a, a, a decent payoff for this for this whole build up to it. And my only fear is that they do some kind of corny. Oh, they beat the hell out of each other and can't go anymore type of finish at the end. Like, that would just be bad yeah. for both of them. You have to make Braun Strowman keep looking like a monster for as long as you can, which shouldn't be hard given what he looks like and how he performs in the ring. He has to win this match, man. He has to win yeah. it. Or, you know what they could do? And I, they haven't done it in a while. A referee stoppage due to blood. If you've noticed, they're getting a little edgier on Raw and SmackDown oh, lately. Oh, the Vince McMahon. You know, oh, my God. Big, the Kevin McMahon. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, McMahon got himself a nice little concussion. And he actually, uh, rumor has it, that he actually bladed before he went out there and just covered it up with makeup. And that way, as soon as he got an impact on his head, it would just start bleeding again. So, oh, <clears throat> which is which is an old school pro wrestling trick. And so maybe they could, and they could do something like that. It was just last year when... You know, Randy Orton was bleeding like a motherfucker on SummerSlam. And Brock Lesnar usually gets a lot of leeway in what he could do. Maybe that's the way they go. Maybe Brock Lesnar cuts him open and they're, they're fighting, they're fighting, they're fighting, and the referee stops it due to blood. Maybe that could be something they could do. I, yeah. You know, uh, it just feels like stuff out there. it's just like, oh, they're both monsters. Oh, no, there's blood. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I just don't see how that works either. I don't know. It, that's that, it's, yeah. That's gonna be the most interesting thing, man. Just to see how they actually let that happen. A clean finish, and this this thing is over the top. Because then you could bring back Rock and let him fight him again at WrestleMania. But we'll see what happens with all of that. Who knows? Who cares? I'm actually. You know what? I actually was kind of hoping Joe was gonna be here because he had an idea just real quick before we let Mike go that I thought was so awesome. Because I believe Hell in a Cell is at in Chicago this year. Is it? Yes. Okay, so Joe had this idea because Dolph Ziggler's been doing the whole yeah, little thing. Yeah. Let him come out, hit that CM Punk music. Yeah. Oh man, that's the best <laughs> I like if, if that if that is an original idea, dude, that's a beautiful idea. Yeah, you know? But yeah. if, but if he stole it from somebody who cares? Just don't tell anybody you stole it from yeah, somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if it happens, if it happens, yeah. though, no, too. I, like, I, yeah. that, would be, that would be so great, and yeah. he will take full credit for it oh, happening yeah. if it does happen. I mean, is yeah. he tweeting at Dolph to do it? Like, He's got to be tweeting at him all day, like, do this shit. <laughs> do the damn thing. But, yeah, all right, dude. Hey, thanks for coming on. Just to, look, just to remind you people out there, uh, Mike and Joe, they do their show pretty much every Thursday, uh, wrestling, MMA, they talk boxing when when there's a fight worth talking about, all that stuff. Mike talks about how he hates women's wrestling. Uh, you can <laughs> you can follow him on Twitter at the Pod Express at Joe Gilbert 1992 and at Get Up Mike. You could also look for them on GTPPodcast.com. And like I said, Mike wrote a nice little piece there on uh, Bobby the Brain Heenan, so go check that out. So yeah, uh, we'll get back with you next week, Mike, after uh, No Mercy and uh, shit. Thanks for coming on. Have a good uh, rest of the night, man. 
All right. Hey, thanks, guys. And everybody check us out this week. I am going to expand upon uh, my Bobby the Brain Heenan story today. We're going to kind of do a, a full life and times of Bobby the Brain Heenan, kind of a tribute show to him. And then we'll, we'll cover all the, the week's uh, news and uh, wrestling and boxing and uh, UFC. So everybody, thanks, everybody. I'll talk to you guys next yeah, week. Yeah, have a good one, Mike. Yep, bye. All right. So there you go. Hey, I'm, dude, I really am looking forward to that fight, though, that match, though, man. When's the last time you look forward to a match like that? In wrestling. Usually we're just like, ah, you know, we're going to get together and watch this. Blah, blah, blah. Undertaker yeah. versus The Undertaker. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> the purple versus the gray? Yeah. Did you ever play that WrestleMania game where, like, they did, he threw ghosts and stuff <laughs> yeah, like that? the arcade version. Like, it was so stupid, but it was still fun to play anyways. And then Doink had a big old hammer that comes out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right. Awesome. Should we just tell everybody what happened? Because that's going to sound weird in the middle. Mm-hmm. I fucked up. Yeah, Fredo messed up pretty good. I bought myself a new mixer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we're over here. I don't know. I th- we're like more talky or whatever, like whisper during while things are going on. And next thing I know, Fredo spilled a beer all over his mixer and me and my phone. Mm. And we were just like uh, panicking. Everyone froze. Like, what do we do? We were just the whole time, Mike Gilly had that. no idea. Yeah, Mike didn't know what's going on. We're over here. Still talking. Yeah. We're over here having like the loudest like lip conversation ever. Like, there's no actual sound coming out, but we're <laughs> just staring at each other. So, yeah, if it sounds a little weird in between the whole uh, Triple G Canelo No Mercy talk, that's what happened. Blaming. Yeah, that's what happened. My bad. So let's go from that to something real cute. Rick, do you have something real cute for us right now? Uh, pretty damn cute. Well, let's see what you got. It still sounds like it says Rick's Cute Animal Sex. <laughs> it animal does, sex. man. <laughs> it does. It does. You know, I feel bad before you give it before you give it out. Uh, Joe just hit me up and said, what time are we starting? <laughs> uh, sorry, buddy. Guys? Sorry, buddy. All right, hey, let's get to that right now. So how are you guys doing today? Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. So, um, goats, right? Goats, yeah. Goats are cute, right? Yeah, I love goats. So when they talk, they have accents. Shut up. <laughs> like what? Like they have different pitches and different accents that like mean different things. Different goats from different places. I don't know. Oh, you, okay. So if like American goat tried to communicate with a French goat, it doesn't work? doesn't work. Oh, yeah. I don't know how a French goat would sound. <laughs> That was pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. That was, that was oh, terrible. That was like a, a goat Elvis. No. French, French Elvis. A goat, goat Elvis? Goat French Elvis. Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. oh. Fred, Fredo's nervousness is making me really nervous right I'm now. I'm because I can't, I can't hear me. Because he's like, I can't you can hear, hear nothing. Yeah, I, I hear, can hear me perfect. Yeah, I hear him talking too. I'm, I'm right. just like, what's going on right now? <laughs> Fredo keeps holding his cans. It's a one-sided car. Everybody just hears you and Gilly yeah. and Fredo, and then I'm over there just space. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the funniest thing you said all night, Rick. <laughs> no, they're like, what did he say? <laughs> Oh man, that's good. 
These guys are going off on it now. Okay, uh, that's that's pretty interesting. So yeah, goats they have different accents for stuff. What does the goat from China sound like? Ho ho ho! <laughs> that's still the French goat. Yeah, but you didn't even make a French accent, so who knows what a French goat sounds like? Yeah, but he said what are the Chinese goats? Well, maybe they got them from France. <laughs> 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 I think anything you do off of this is racist. <laughs> let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and pass that up, man. All right, hey, let's let's talk some sports again, man. Some quick hits, Rick. You got some quick hits before no. we decide to jump into some fantasy forgo- football talk. <laughs> I forgot him. All right, Rick. Rick, we're forgot. <laughs> Rick forgot. We're all jumbled up here now, man. We're all jumbled You're up here. Shook. You blew it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Juan Carlos Stanton mm-hmm. of the Florida Marlins <laughs> gets off the schneid. <laughs> gets his, gets his 55, 55th home run. Kevin Durant gets caught trashing his old team and coach as he as he forgets to switch his Twitter account. Uh huh. <laughs> and does it off of his official account. That was a long pause. <laughs> that was. I had to collect my thoughts. <laughs> I did too. I was like, is he done? <laughs> <laughs> Dolphins spend linebacker Lawrence Timmons indefinitely as he went AWOL over the weekend. <laughs> Cleveland Browns place uh, wide receiver Corey Coleman on IR designated to return with a broken hand. Panthers place Greg Olson on the injured reserve, designated to return with a broken foot. And Jordy Nelson left Sunday's game with a quad and is 50-50 for week three. And in Florida, (laughs) after stealing Beanie Weenie Beans and Chef Boyardee Spaghetti and Meatballs, Tommy told officers when asked, he didn't steal him because he was hungry. He stole him because, quote, it's just the thug in me. <laughs> when, you, when you say beanie weenies, do you have to say beans at the end of it? Beans? I don't know. Do you even know what those are, Fredo? No. Oh, well, see, I knew you wouldn't know what that is. I had a fucking, because yeah. I Why the fuck did you ask me? Well, I just asked you because, like, I figured... You know, Franks and beans. Everyone had Franks and beans when they were when they were a kid. Yeah, you know, yeah. but maybe maybe not Fredo. <laughs> Be, I was like, do, do you got to put that after Beanie Weenie? I mean, like, yeah, you never know. Yeah, I could have said just Chef Bardi, but then it'd be like, what's mine? Which what was it? The spaghetti and meatball bitches. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's different. You know, it's because it's like Anyways, Chef Bardi spaghetti and meatball. He 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 stole them not because he was hungry. But because it was the thug in him. Yeah. Some thug. <laughs> that thug in him. He just needed some beanie weenies. Yeah. I'm looking at a lot of beanie weenies. <laughs> a lot yeah, of beanie weenies right now. Beanie weenies in his face. Beanie weenies. That's good stuff. Also some good grill. stuff. Fantasy football. Fredo, let's talk some fantasy football right now. Let's do it. Now let's talk, 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 talk some, some, some fantasy. All right. So before we get into who you should drop you might want to consider picking up and then our sit start and sneaky plays of the week we got to go over the injury report real fast Ooh. so fredo can we get the uh the the sobering music please? This is 
<laughs> I did say it like I did say it like that right now. All right, folks. There was a lot of injuries week two. Let's start off first. Surprise. Actually, not really if you pay attention to football at all. Sam Bradford hurt. Missed week two. They're calling it a bone bruise, but I'm not I'm not too convinced because they didn't even know what was going on because he's had so many surgeries on that knee. They said they couldn't see anything wrong. A bone of bruise. Yeah. So now it's just a bone bruise, and who even knows what that means with him? They say he could be back for week three, but it's Sam Bradford. Who yeah. knows? Reminds him he could be back this week, could be back next week. That's what it's going to turn into. Could be back six weeks down the road. Doctors say DeMarco Murray, hamstring injury. He's been Ow. bothering him since training camp. Ow. Missed the second half of the game pretty Something much with the Titans. Me. Yeah. <laughs> Rob <laughs> Kelly left the game with rib cartilage injury. Ow. He hasn't been ruled out for week three, but he hasn't been ruled in either, so that's something to think about. <laughs> Who was that? R. Kelly? Yep. Yeah, Fat Rob. Fat, Fat, Fat Rob. Jordan Howard, he went into week two with a shoulder injury, and then he left that game in a sling. Ooh, made it worse. Yep. Say Nobody why? knows what's going on. He's he, We'll see what happens with him. Ooh. Terrence that's, that's West. Terrence West could be out. He has a soft tissue injury. A lot of it's like this is the year for soft tissue it's injury, right? A lot of soft tissue. Yeah, right. Because it's all, like because they always find something. Uh, one year it was the ACL. Uh, well, no, that's all the time. I'm talking about just like the out of the blue ones, like Liz Frank, Liz the Frank. Liz Frank injury. One year, uh, sports hernia. There was one year sports hernia was all the rage in I injuries. Mean, three, four of them, like it yeah, was, like it was a popular thing to do. Yeah. Uh, Corey Coleman broke his hand. Could be out six or more weeks. I have no idea. All I know is that you need both of them to catch the football in the NFL. Well, you don't really, but smart money would (laughs) be on that. At this point, he only got one good one. The only person that could play like that was Odell Beckham. Can't play with one foot, though. I think Randy Moss could have. Yeah, probably. Uh, John Brown, soft tissue injury. Soft tissue. Uh, he's been having this issue his whole career. He has this sickle cell trait. And that's one of the things that happens to you. You have that, and uh, you start missing games. So, John Brown. You think he needs a tissue? Maybe. Uh, Jordy Nelson and Randall Cobb both left uh, week their week two game. Nelson with a quad injury. Cobb with a shoulder injury. Both, we, we don't know for sure what's going on with them yet. But they are both hurt. Greg, did we lose our music? Yeah. Start it over, Fredo, because there's still a lot more. Because I tight mean, ends this week were... It was a hurt parade, man. Well, I mean, you didn't even get to the New England Patriots because their whole offense is hurt. Yeah. So now that we got it back, Greg Olson broke his foot. He's out six to eight weeks now. Hobbling. Tyler Eifert, he could miss week three. Knee and back injury. We have to wait and see what happens to him. He's a Sam Bradford, too. My neck, my back, my neck and my back. Yeah, Jimmy Graham dealing with an ankle injury. He could miss week three. Rob Gronkowski. Scored his 69th touchdown, then injured his groin. Dude, he is just like, he's he's dead man walking right now. Yeah. He's a zombie. He's Grobo Cop. Yeah. He, he, yeah. He's, the Iron Man, he's the Iron Man from uh, uh, the Wizard of Oz. They the Tin Man. The Tin Man, him too. He needs the oil, leaky oil. He's the Iron he Man. He needs oil just to like run down the field. Who's corn cob guy? You mean scarecrow? That's the guy. 
Who's the kitty cat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who is it? The Iron Man? The, the guy who protects the corn and some giant kitty. <laughs> some giant yeah. kitty. Who'd they come with? Dolores? <laughs> and <laughs> finally, Jordan Reed. He's day-to-day. What's, what's new with this guy? Leaving the game with a bruised chest. Oh. So a lot of big names hurt. Well, Week two. Chris Hogan. Phil Dorsett. We're talking big names. Rex Burkett. We're talking big names, man. Didn't a kicker get hurt? A kickoff? Um, I don't know. Last week. Oh, yeah, probably. It was Caleb Sturgis. It was my kicker. Can you name all the Patriots that got hurt? <laughs> well, they did. You probably can. <laughs> they did. So, yeah, that's a lot of stuff to think about, man. There's Just a lot of there's, people it. lost a lot of people uh, in week two. In week two, actually, for scoring, we were complaining about it last week. Wasn't that great, but it wasn't like Had week one, uptick. man. Yeah, just a little Had bit. So we'll see what happens tick. from there. So now we move on to uh, drops and potential waiver wire targets. Uh, some people, in my opinion, if there's anybody that I'm missing, you can throw them right out there. Throw them. In my opinion, these are the people that you could drop. At quarterback, Eli Manning. Done. Andy Dalton. Done. At wide receiver, Corey Coleman. Get out of here. Uh, running back, Eddie Lacy. And even possibly Thomas Rawls. No, get out. Get him out of here. Chris Carlson has, Carson has that job yeah. on lockdown. Uh, Adrian Peterson. You could cut that guy. Uh, it looks like he's done. Nine carries a game. That's about yeah. where he's at. Uh, Kerwin Williams. Sorry, folks. We told you to pick him up. Uh, Austin Hooper. Sorry, folks. It's not a Hooper. We told you to pick him up. And Jesse James. You got caught up in the hype. It's not a Hooper. So if you have any of those guys, you decide to drop any of those guys, we've got a couple names for you right now to consider picking up. Quarterback Deshaun Kaiser from Cleveland uh, is up and down through two games. Kaiser. Had some good ups, but he has a nice little matchup against the Colts this week, so that's something to consider, especially with the state of QB play right now. The so, state of all offenses. Yeah, maybe. But see, and I guess we could talk about that right now because you – Am I getting this this right? You think that it's the offensive line play that's to blame for the bad quarterback play? Um, not for the bad quarterback play, no. I just think that there's a lot of offenses where they don't have a chance to even start to begin to develop their offense because every time the quarterback goes back, like on a three-step drop when he's on his hit ready to throw, he's got a guy in his face mm-hmm. and the, the, th- the throw is affected. Yeah. It's, and, and it's like with six or seven teams. Yeah. The thing, the thing for me is, is that it's not like, it's not like baseball. And I'm not blaming it's it. It's not on like, it's saying. not like basketball to where no matter what you run, you still have to have a good shot. You still have to be able to hit a fastball, so on and so forth. But these, these people, these kids coming up now, they come from a program and those programs don't all prepare you for the NFL level of uh, football. Uh, some from the spread, some some still run wing tees, some run triple options, uh, some try to run the pro action, uh, the, the pro set, but that doesn't necessarily work all the time. But these kids have no idea what to do at the next level when they get there because they've only ever been taught one thing. I mean, I understand that, but, like, 
development. I mean, that's that's what developing is. Yeah. You develop your line and you you develop the technique. And I mean, I I'm, I mean, are you seeing it? Or are you not seeing it? Or you, I, no, I see it. There's there's obviously bad offensive line play. I mean, is there's it also more than bad. There was ten years ago, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't that's know. so hard to say, dude. That is so hard to say because I'd have to go back and watch tape because I don't off the top of my head I can't say to myself. Man, offensive lines were just a lot more dominant back then. But I just, no, I'm not saying dominant. I'm just saying like from one to thir- to thirty two, I think they were they were more uh, closer together than they are now. Like if you don't have like a, a top ten line mm-hmm. from eleven to thirty two, like you are really scraping mm-hmm. the barrel as far as like you're yeah. just patching things together. It just might be hard for these kids that are so used to just being in a, you know. Block them for block them for three seconds and then you know the ball's out. Yeah. Uh, when they get into this pro offense, where they do five, seven step well, drops. You're one on one with yeah. some of the elite talent yeah. in the NFL. And I mean, look at Eric Flowers last night. I mean, he, he was a turnstile and he's supposed to be like a premier left tackle. And, and, yeah. You know what is his second year in the league? And, yeah. I mean, he's just he just. He can't do it. I think it's a whole bunch of things that lead into it, but I mean, but I mean, really, the blame you, for you me saw goes last night with the Giants, yeah. though. Like he didn't have time to. Oh, do yeah, anything. yeah, yeah. And then when he did have time, he just held on to it for too long. Or he like he he fell onto the mm-hmm. ground because he just like I because I'm, it could I'm just be in his head. Yeah, yeah, it could I'm, just be I'm in his head to too. Yeah, it, you know, like I said, there's a lot of stuff going on, but it's it's not good. Quarterback play isn't good. A lot of things aren't good right now with the NFL. A lot of things aren't good right no. now. It's it's it is hard to watch, but we still watch it. We have invested a fantasy football, and just like watching football. And who knows if it gets to the point where you don't feel like watching anymore because of the product? But I don't think that happens anytime soon. No, no. But I mean, if it gets to the point where like it is, I mean, because I remember when when I mean around one o'clock, you'd have four or five games that were getting down to the wire and as one was ending we got an answer to uh what do you call a hot twitter babe joe, joe said a bot oh yeah it could be that's pretty good um <laughs> i lost my thought yeah Anyways. that's all right man we, we we know what we were saying right now yeah. i think so so let's just move on uh <laughs> another quarterback to consider trevor trevor simeon uh, he's been on fire. You were pumping him up before the season started. I don't think it lasts, but for the time being, 450 yards, seven total touchdowns, and two picks through two games. Like I said, I didn't see this coming, but it's happening. It's happening right now, and he's doing it. And I got yep. it. Uh, at running back, Alex Collins. Uh, like I, like we told you, uh, I said that all weird, huh? <laughs> yes. uh, Alex Collins. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, dude. I've just been saying things weird lately. Well, I'm usually like that, though. Like, like yeah, yeah. California guy. Yeah, it's so weird, man. So what about Collins? Uh, <laughs> like we said earlier, Terrence West uh, could be out with a soft tissue injury. And uh, if he's out Sunday, it'll be Buck Allen and Alex Collins. Collins got in this past Sunday. See, I didn't even do it there, but Fredo's already hearing it now. No, it was a little bit Alex Collins. <laughs> Collins. <laughs> That's all I'm saying, Collins. Alex Collins. Alex Collins. Alex Collins. Alex Collins. <laughs> so, guys, if Collins is there, go out and get him. He had seven rushes for 42 yards. Mm. Like, hey, is he going to get his num-num? No. <laughs> <laughs> I would not be surprised if Alex Collins... 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just seems like a horky guy. Yeah, Man, I hate you guys right now. Yum, yum. Chris Thompson. <laughs> no, no, no. Chris Thompson, uh, Washington Redskins. Robert Kelly, we'll see what's up with him. He got a little dinged up. And to be honest, I know Rick, this is one of Rick's boys, I think, but uh, Samaje Pirine does not look good. Uh-oh. The tape, it doesn't lie. It doesn't look good right now. And with this week's matchup against the Raiders, they could potentially be like trying to play catch-up. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I say go out and get uh, Chris Thompson. Could be a nice – I'm saying put him in your flex. If you go out and you get him, put him in your flex. If you have him on your team, put him on your Chris flex. Thompson. He's going to get those receptions, man, especially in PPR leagues. That's, what, that's where you want him. And then take a snap, screen capture. Yeah. Send it to Mike. Yeah. Let me and know that you did it. up, he'll apologize. Yeah, yeah I will. I will. Uh, there's Deonta Foreman. From the Texans. To me, he looked good. And also to me, Lamar Miller's done. So while you can, go out, get Foreman, stash him on your team. Uh, Chris Johnson, I don't really feel confident giving you this one because that whole offense looks like a mess. But some people just need running backs at this point. And uh, he looked the more effective runner uh, in week two. He had 11 for 44. Jalen Richard, I told you this before the season started. In my opinion, uh, you know, and being a Raider fan, he is the best backup to Marshawn Lynch. I know uh, Washington is there, and a lot of people like him. I like him as well, but I think Richard is more explosive and better for that offense. Last week, six carries, 58 yards, a touchdown, two targets, 51 yards. So he's explosive. Samaje P. Ryan, told you earlier, he's only on the, for me, he's only on this list because Kelly might not play this week. Uh, do you still like Samaje P. Ryan, or are yeah. you just seeing him run and say to yourself, Maybe he just don't got it. No, he had some, he had a couple explosive plays. He hit the explosive. Whole he was like twenty one for sixty seven. He had sixty seven yards yeah, on twenty one rushes. He had a couple like I'm just saying where plays where he hit the hole hard and he he looked like he had the physical ability to play in the mm-hmm. league. Uh, Alvin Kamara, I think AP gets cut. I think AP is getting cut or traded here yeah. pretty quickly. Uh, Kamara, Kamara looks the part. He looks the when, when we get to actually see something, but so far that offense has been a little struggly, so you don't really see much well, out and, of him. And they're using him, and they're using they're actually using Ingram a lot more. I mean, Ingram is is the number one back mm-hmm. in, that, in that. But they're lining Kamara up on the outside sometimes, and that could just be because Willie Sneed is out. So we have one more week to see what they cho- choose to do. Yeah. But uh, he's gonna get his he, he's gonna get his run. He's gonna get his num num. Yeah, he's gonna get num nums. Uh, Chris Carson, if he's still available for some reason, grab him. He shouldn't be available, but if he is, take him. I saw something like 67% of Yahoo League. That's all he was owned in was 67%, so that's weird. Uh, Devin Funches, Greg Olson, uh, he's out there, and there'll, there'll be more targets to go around, so somebody's got to get him, and uh, it could be Devin Funches. Rashard Higgins, I think this guy's probably the number one uh, waiver, waiver pickup of the week. Uh, Corey Coleman is out. Rashard Higgins caught seven balls for 97 yards against a very good Ravens defense. So, in my opinion, might not be Ricks, but Rick can say if it is or not. He's the number one pickup of this week. Uh, (laughs) Geronimo Allison. (laughs) Way off. Jamamino. Jamamino. Okay, yeah. Uh, But that's only if Nelson or Cobb are out. I wouldn't put in a waiver on on Allison, but uh, if after you find out one of those or both of them are out, go get them. Because when when they're not playing, 
Rodgers will throw it to him, and he just throw he throws it to him while the, while they're there. But he'll get more because he he trusts him a little I bit, you know. Them. Yeah, Javon Javon Curse. Uh, he caught four or five targets, sixty four yards, two touchdowns. Uh, the Jets will be playing from behind a lot, and they will Jermaine. they will probably be uh, tossing tossing some footballs. Jermaine. Yeah. What did I say? Javon. I thought I said Jermaine. Uh, JJ Nelson, five catches, one hundred twenty yards, and a touchdown. Uh, it was against the Colts. And John Brown is out, and he, it's looking like he's going to be out again this week. And so, yeah, go out and pick him up. Pick I, him I mean, up, I don't really trust him. And uh, finally, at tight end, Ben Watson. Joe Flacco, he's always been a tight end guy. He likes throwing to the <laughs> tight end. He's always, he just always adds. I mean, who's, who's not a tight end guy? Yeah. Uh, but they have a nice matchup, matchup with the Jags. And uh, he had eight catches last week for 91 yards, a week after getting just one target. So uh, we'll see if this is a – the start of something uh, new or just a one week thing, but go out and pick him up. See how that works. Yeah. All right. So now let's move on to our sit start and sneaky plays of the week. And we're going to start off at quarterback. So Rick, who is your sit of the week? You had him in your drops. Eli Manning just, you're, he's done. Just take yeah. him off your roster. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say Phillip Rivers. Uh, just going to keep it simple for you. His history against the Chiefs is not very good. And uh, they're going to be at home. But they they just lost to the Dolphins at home. And they have a better defense coming in. I just don't see it happening for him this week. So sit Phillip Rivers. Who are you starting at, quarterback Rick? Trevor Simeon. He's hot. I think he goes for at least a couple more weeks. Um, I think he's going to be a, a, a solid quarterback from here on out. But, like, the hot start that he's going, of course, it's going to cool off. Because, I mean, yeah, he's 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 doing pretty good right now. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I think it lasts for a couple more weeks. So, yeah, start him while you can. Yeah. Uh, I'm going with Matt Stafford. Last week I told you to sit him. He had 122 yards, two touchdowns. I'm okay with telling you to sit him last week. You're okay with it. Uh, but he's playing the Falcons this week. They're inside. No Vic Beasley coming off the edge after him. So I think he has himself a nice little game. Could be a potential high-scoring game. So get Matt Stafford in your lineup. Do it. Yeah. Will it be fun to watch? Super, super fun. Sweet. Super fun. All right, who's your sneaky play, Rick? Um... You kind of said it in yours is Deshaun Kaiser, Colts, uh, coming off a very very tough game. I think he's going to want to bounce back and have a, a good one this week. All right, I am taking Kirk Cousins. It's been a little bit of a struggle for Kirk Cousins uh, the first two weeks. Uh, the jury is still out. Actually, on the Raiders D, they went to Tennessee, had a good showing, then had the Jets come to town, gave up twenty to them. Which is a little worrisome, you know. I don't. I, that shouldn't happen. Uh, but they get the Raiders at home Sunday night football, and most likely they will be playing catch up. So put Kirk Cousins in your lineups as a sneaky play, as a sneaky play. Because people are probably, right now Kirk Cousins is probably getting dropped in some redraft leagues. I'm, that I'm guessing. I'm guessing here, man. I'm not in it. In a redraft league, but I could see him getting cut. Yep, he's had two bad games. Yep. Go. Uh, running back. 
Who you got to your uh, sit? Shady. Mm-hmm. Shady. Playing Denver. He's hurt. Has been struggling of late. Put him down. All right. And I actually have the guy on the other side, C.J. Anderson. I know he's coming off the big game against the Cowboys. And uh, you probably drafted him as an as a, uh, RB1. But they play the Bills. And so far this year, Bilal Powell, Matt Forte, Bilal. Jonathan Stewart, Christian McCaffrey have all combined for 38 carries and 88 yards against that front. I do not see C.J. Anderson having that type of day. No. So who's your start then? Carlos Hyde. Been hot. I think he's still going to remain hot. No matter who he plays, he's just going to be. He looks good on the field. He looks explosive. Looks like a little bit of that lost weight that he had really, you know, helped him out a little bit. Carlos Hyde, ride him. Ride him until he gets hurt. Till the wheels fall off. Yep. The R-Truth. Okay, for me, it's Ty Montgomery. Uh, I'm not sold on him for the long run, but right now, through uh, two weeks, good. yeah, he has he's turned 39 touches into 203 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, really, really good in PPR leagues, and he has a matchup with the Bengals defense that has allowed 162 rushing yards per game through two weeks. So something to consider. Ty Montgomery, start him. Who's your sneaky play? Uh, James White. Um, we. We talked about before when everybody's healthy, that Patriot offense, you don't really want too many guys on there because you never really know who's going to have their big day. Well, everybody's hurt, so the big day is going to James White. Yeah. Uh, I'm going with T.O. Reddick. T.O. Reddick. T.O. Yeah. Uh, they're going to match up with the Falcons week three. And uh, here's a little fun fact for you. Through two games, running backs have combined for 19 targets. 14 receptions, 112 yards, and two touchdowns against the Falcons. So uh, they are vulnerable, and it should be a nice little shootout of a game. I'm predicting, of course, about a couple games. But uh, if that's the case, Riddick, he's their PPR guy, play him. Could be sneaky. All right, wide receiver, who are you sitting? Uh, Larry Fitzgerald. Looked very bad the last two games. Uh, yeah, just sit him down. Yeah, <laughs> just sit him. We're 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 on the same page there because I have Larry Fitzgerald as well. Ooh. But I mean, like, uh, yeah, there's no question about it. The man looks old. Carson Palmer looks older. Uh, no, David Johnson. It's just not a it's, good situation right now. Yeah, I mean, the yeah Arizona's gonna have a very high pick. Yeah, they're gonna get one of those quarterbacks that they want. Yeah, for sure. Uh, who's your start? Um, Chris Hogan, uh, if he is healthy, he did, like I said, exit, uh, with an injury. Uh, but if he plays, I mean, he's going to have a big day. So play Chris Hogan. Yeah. I'm going Kelvin Benjamin, uh, Kelvin Greg Olson Benjamin. out six to eight weeks. Benjamin caught six passes, uh, six of eight targets last week. Sorry. I don't remember the yardage, but, uh, he gets a matchup with the Saints team that just got railroaded by the Patriots. So their confidence isn't very high. And I think that he puts up some nice numbers against the Saints this some week. Nice ones. Uh, who's your sneaky play? Uh, Jermaine Curse. Uh, he's been McCown's favorite. Jermaine Curse. He's been McCown's favorite target at this point. Three touchdowns, and uh, yeah, he's going to be one of those sleek, sneaky flex guys. I am mm-hmm. going with the number one waiver wire pickup this week. Rashard Higgins. 
Uh, it's hard to tell people Browns players, but they do play the Colts this week. And uh, Corey Coleman, like we said earlier, out with a broken hand. Kenny Britt, not doing anything. And uh, Higgins stepped in last week, 11 targets, 7 catches, 95 yards. Like I said, gets the Colts. Good reason to get him in there. Do it. Good reason. Yeah. Uh, and that tight end, who are you sitting? Um, hmm. Oh, uh, Zach Miller. What? Zach Miller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> No reason? <laughs> All right. For me, a tight end, I am sitting Jimmy Graham. Ankle injury might keep him out, but if not, four catches, nine yards, terrible Seattle offense. Uh, yeah, you don't need him in there right now until he starts proving it. Who are you starting? Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz, why? Because he's, <laughs> he's handsome and tall. <laughs> Like, I know I just gave the uh, Fantasy Football Hall of Fame title to myself, but I just tried to give it to you, and then now you're over here telling us that Zachary is a must-start because he's cute and tall. Yeah. Uh, I'm, going the, I'm going the opposite direction. Yeah. Oh, you're leaving Canton? Yeah. You're, you're, going, you're leaving Canton? I, like, I denied the jacket. Yeah. I like, went my own and started my own Hall of Fame. So you're in the Canadian Fantasy Football League? Uh, the Holly Cute fan. Like, yeah. I just, I just judge things that are cute. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm saying Ben Watson. You need a tight end this week. A lot of them are hurt. Uh, f- like I said earlier, earlier, Flacco loves throwing to his tight ends. Uh, and I believe that he just forgot about Watson after week one. I already told you what he did. And they get a pretty decent matchup with the Jaguars, who are not, te- not tough against tight ends. So play Ben Watson. Hey, uh, Jay Doyle. Yeah, who's your sneaky play? All right, but no reason. All right, me. I'm also. I'll, I'll give a reason for both of us. Uh, I I took Jack Doyle as well. I told you some last week, and uh, I'm sorry for that. But Brissett looked for him, and uh, he caught eight, all eight of his targets, 79 yards. And you get the Browns this week, so there's a good, pretty good chance that he, you know, performs Same again. Did we get two in a row. Uh, we had two on that. Yeah. Two samesies. Yeah. Oh. All right. So before we get out of here. Sad. I believe we got some questions, right, Fredo? Yeah, sure. All right, let's get a couple of these these questions from all of our listeners. All of our listeners. All right, this one comes from that thick bitch. Oh, nice. They asked. Mike, are you asking us questions? Nice. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, I'm not going to rip for fantasy football questions anymore. You're going to tell me to start someone because they looked good in that sweater the other day. Fine, that's you. All right, go ahead. What All you right. got? Hey, when they, come, when they come in the stadium looking good, they come in the stadium looking Cam good. Cam versus New Orleans or Ryan at Detroit? Oh, I'm going Ryan at Detroit, man. Oh, yeah. And uh, I have I have Ryan in one league, Cam in the other. I just don't trust Cam yet. They're I think he, small ball. Yeah, I think he's going to make uh, Kelvin look good, possibly uh, Jonathan Stewart, but he himself has not been doing anything. Uh, Matt Ryan and company seem to be getting a little bit more comfortable with that uh, with that Falcons O now under uh, Sarkeesian. So I would say roll with Matt Ryan. What about you, Rick? Matt Ryan. Because he's cute and sexy? Because uh, he's from Boston. Oh, okay. All right. It on to the next went one. went to Boston College. Hit the J asks, Mariota or Dak? Mariota. Who are they playing? Uh, I believe who? Yeah, who are they playing? I don't know. 
You don't have a thing there? No, give me Mariota anyways. Yeah, I I wouldn't take a... Who, who was the other one again? See, I already forgot his name. Doc. Oh, yeah, Dak. Yeah, Dak's been way off, man. Dak's been off. And have you seen that that uh, picture of Ezekiel Elliott this year? Is that photoshopped or I what? Know, it's looking a little pudgy, though. Photoshopped. Is, is that photo? It looks like it. It looks like it's photoshopped. Oh. Yeah, you know what? I'm still going to stick with Mariota. He's got Seattle this week. But I'm still sticking with them. I'm just not as scared of the of the uh, Seattle defense anymore no, when it comes to, like playing guys against no, them, you know? Because no. people would have worries about it, and I don't think there's anything to worry about. No. Yeah. All right, who do you got? All what right, else? Magic Lumps asks, <laughs> do I start Abdullah versus Atlanta or James White versus Houston? James White. Yeah, I'll say James White. Although that Houston ding, defense ding, ding. is tougher, I just do not like Amir Abdullah. Give me, give me James yep. And he like had this like three piece suit on the other day that just like looked super cute. On I said, so, give like, me James White, and then give me James White. Yeah. All right. What's All the right. next one? Hot Sauce Z. <laughs> Demarco versus Seattle, or Hyde versus the Rams. Demarco. Uh, I'm saying Hyde versus the Rams, man. Demarco with that with that hamstring injury is he going to even stay in the game? Give me Hyde. Yep. So go and hide. Hide all day. Rick asks, Buck Allen at Jacksonville or Gillisley versus Houston? Gillisley. Give me give me Buck Allen. PPR Buck stud, Allen. man. I'm going with him. Gillisley. And especially with uh Terrence West possibly being out and just him and Alex Collins. Alex Collins? Do we think? <laughs> Alex Collins. Um, so yeah, give me Buck Allen. Buck. Give me Alex Collins. Mm-hmm. Politically fit asks. Pick two, Keenan Allen at Kansas City, or versus Kansas City, I guess that's home. Uh, Tyreek Hill at Chargers. I see LAC, and I'm thinking LA uh, fucking Clippers. Yeah. Or Golden Tate uh, versus Atlanta. So I got to pick two? Pick two. Oh. Keenan Allen and Golden Tate. Yeah, I would probably go there as well, uh, although I do like them. I think they all three have good matchups, but as far as volume goes, I think it's going to be uh, Tate and uh, Keenan Allen's the way to go for you right there. I think Tyreek Hill might be a um, um, a scheme for the day type of player where, like, if if that's where they want to go for that day, Tyreek Hill is going to be, like, you know, the premier for that day. But, like, through week to week, it's kind of shown that he's kind of a hit and miss kind of guy. Uh, I don't really see it that way, Rick. Okay. Yeah. All I don't right. see it that way, Rick. Okay. Are you, are you guys fighting? No. No. He just uh, doesn't agree with me. Like, he's just saying he doesn't agree with me because he has them, but he knows that that's kind of what, like, happens with him. Like, he gets lost No, no, dude. You get lost We just got done having a streak of five games where he caught a touchdown pass of, like, 50 yards or more, and he has one game where he scores 10-plus po- 10 points in the uh, PPR league, nope. and all of a sudden it's a scheme thing? Yep. Come on, man. Rick's only saying stuff like this because he gets mad because he, he he knows I'm on to him trying to push Lamar Miller for a higher value than he is. So he's got to say this to me, try to rile me up. Okay. Got re-riled. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly it. And plus, there's no way that Tyreek can be just a situational play because, yeah, because one, he's cute. <laughs> 
No, because most of those plays are plays that he broke. They're like, but look at his touches in those games. Mm-hmm. He doesn't get very many touches. Like we'll see how the se- we'll see how the season it's finishes his, out. It's his talent that's yeah. making those plays happen. So what is the problem but, with that? But if he gets bottled up like he did last week, it's three receptions for thirty yards, and it's you know what I'm saying. Well, I thought it was like six catches for something, but I could be wrong. I thought it was. But like I said, it could be wrong. But yeah, awesome. So that'll do it. Uh, for us this week, I believe. Uh, be sure. We ha- we didn't have any more questions? No more no, questions. No more questions. No. Be sure to uh, follow us on Twitter at GTP Mike and Rick. And on Facebook, uh, Garbage Time Points. Also on Twitter at GTP Podcast. Sorry, I always forget to put this in, but uh, there's GTP Podcast. And then also go to GTPPodcast.com. You can see our show there. You can see what I posted for uh, Sit and Starts. I do that every week. I'm telling Rick to do it. He'll do it eventually. Uh, the I, pod- sold, I sold two shirts. Oh, did you? This past week. Nice. Which ones? Um, the Cowboy one. The Dak. Dak. Dak, Dak. Oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, Las Vegas Raiders one. Oh, nice, man. Yeah. Nice. I wonder if they came off of that. They're, I'm Maybe. telling you, man. Las Vegas Raiders. Like- It'll start hitting. Think about every time we go to Vegas and we run into somebody who's local. Vegas yeah. Raiders. What do you think about them Raiders? The Raiders. What do you think about them, bitch? They're going to be their team. Yeah. And then they'll see a Patriot fan. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, also, don't be afraid to ask us questions before, leading up to game time, man. We'll answer them for you. So, yeah, that'll do it for us this week. For uh, Rick, Fredo, I'm Mike, the uh, Holly, uh, Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> Fantasy Football Hall of Famer. <laughs> I'll get it right. It's just new. It's new. I barely, I barely gave myself you were, that name. You were barely knighted. Yeah, I barely knighted myself. I used a butter knife. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but yeah, that'll do it for us this week. Uh, thanks for listening. Tune in next week, and we'll try and do better. Hey, buddy,